Hello, I'm Sarah Perario, and welcome along to Homestand FC, powered by Sports Interaction Sportsbook and Casino, your homegrown sportsbook, bet local. Today, Kylian Mbappe is set to leave PSG officially, but where is he going? Sebastian Haller is the story of AFCON. Lazio shock Bayern in a 1-0 victory in the Champions League. And new colored cards being introduced in football? Let's see. Sports Interaction is your homegrown sportsbook, featuring custom same-game parlays and prop bets you won't find anywhere else. So why bet with one of those American companies that don't know anything about your teams, players, or games that matter to you? Sports Interaction, your homegrown sportsbook. Bet local. Welcome into Homestand FC. I am Sarah Peraria. This is Albert Martanian. It's Friday, and we are bringing the energy today. We're bringing the heat, man. Let's go. We're already like on I'm ready it. for the show. We got some interesting things planned. Yes. I'm into it. Yeah, we have a really fun game at the end of the show. You have to wait for that, but I'm excited. We got creative this week. Yeah. But let's start with Crystal Palace and Roy Hodgson. Oh, God. Because I woke up to the news that Crystal Palace had sacked Roy Hodgson, and then Roy Hodgson had actually been admitted to the hospital. Now, the reports are that he is stable and doing well, which we are happy to hear, but what a couple days. I mean, not even days, what a couple hours for Hodgson. Yeah, I mean, we've, we saw this coming, I think, for a long time, that Hodgson mm-hmm. was probably going to get sacked, to the point where even the fans were turning on him, which is surprising. What caught me off guard was he was supposed to show up to the press conference they sent out a tweet that he was ill and then announced that a new manager's coming in. So I'm like, was, was he really ill? Was something what, like, what the hell's going on? It's yeah. just, it was so strange how this, the stories combined, but he is not doing well and he's in the hospital. I'm not sure mm. if he's going to be at the touchline. They didn't even mention if Oliver Glaser, the new manager coming in, is going to take over the team. For the weekend. For the weekend. They play it's, on Monday against Everton. So it sounds I'm a little like, confused by that. Yeah, it sounds like they're going to. Um, it sounds like Oliver Glasner, sorry, is going to be there, especially with. Roy? Is, sorry, is there something on my face? No. <laughs> You've done this three times. No, I just, I feel like there's like ketchup or the barbecue sauce or something. <laughs> I like couldn't even ignore it that time. I was like, hello? Yeah, maybe uh, it's like some toothpaste oh or something. Oh my God. No. Um, I mean, if he's in the hospital, he's obviously not going to be there. I, I don't know. No. We have no information on that. So could be an interim manager, could be Oliver Glasner, but they haven't formally announced Glasner yet. Yeah. Yeah. Former Eintracht Frankfurt manager. Europa League winner. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, Crystal Palace definitely needs something new for sure. But yeah. I, I, I feel for Hodgson. And it, it, there's part of me that is wondering, like, was his hospitalization triggered by this news at all? You know, being Probably. an older person. I would think so. There's it, a lot of stress on the guy. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I hope that's not the case, but it's hard for me not to think that. Yeah. No, I think that's normal to think that. I thought the same thing. Tons of stress on the guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he was brought back in to, you know, better the form and, and, and better the position of Crystal Palace. And that's yep. not been the case. Three wins in 19 games. You know, they're... Truly in a relegation scrap, just five points above the drop. But I feel for him in a way because I don't think Palace is good enough, yeah. especially with all their injuries. Like when, when their defense is, is decent. I mean, Anderson and Gahey, who's now injured as well, those two guys are a really good center back partnership. Midfield is decent. But when Eberichi Eze and Olisi aren't playing, their attack is non existent. You know, Zaha leaves and goes to Galatasaray, they've never filled that void. They haven't found that goal scorer. And they, to be honest, they haven't had a serious goal scorer pa- outside of Zaha since Benteke, like in 2015, 16. It's been a long time. 
Yeah. You know, the top scorer this season, I think, is Elise with six goals. But before that, it was like Luka Miljevic, I think that's how you wow, say his name. I want to spell that. Yeah. <laughs> and it was because like he was he was our main penalty taker. Mm. And so they've had an issue with attack for a long time. And if Elise right now and Eze aren't playing, their attack is non-existent. And they're a team that's just going to be battling, you know, relegation for the rest of the year. So I feel for Hodgson. I feel for mm-hmm. Palace. And I don't necessarily also think that Glasner is going to come in and change this team. I don't think it really matters who's in charge. I, th- I agree with you there. If they have the injuries, that's not really up to a manager at that point. No, right? it's, it's 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 key injuries. I mean, teams can lose players, but when you're Palace and you have no one who can put the ball in the back of the net yeah. and create outside of those two players, you're dead. Do you think that Crystal Palace is the biggest decline in the Prem this season? The biggest decline in the Premier League this season. Uh, I mean, okay, and I'm saying this with, we obviously, there's two that come to mind with Manchester United, but Chelsea. they're kind of figuring out, yeah, but Chelsea also were bad last season. Yeah. So, I, I mean, know. I think. But when you spend as much money as Chelsea Totally, do. totally. But Chelsea are, as we spoke about last week, a mid-table club. They yeah, were last that's season a great are. question. I mean, I expected Crystal Palace to be mid-table in and around that. They're not. Mm-hmm. I would probably put Chelsea up there. Um who am I forgetting? Brighton? Brighton's a good one. Right? But we always knew that Europe was going to hurt Brighton a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have a pretty thin squad. Or Newcastle. Oof. Yeah. I can still say Chelsea, but Palace is definitely in the mix. I was expecting better for Everton. Yeah. But the points deduction didn't help them, which yeah. they appealed. I don't know what's taking so long. Yeah. They appealed it like, what, two, three weeks ago? It's so unfair, isn't it? It's just ridiculous. You if see. they get those 10 points back... We're Palace, cooking. Palace are even in more trouble. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, we have to talk about Mbappe. And you guys know how I feel about this because I'm so tired. I'm exhausted. <laughs> you know what? I was it's too, but years. I'm excited, dude. Well, I'm excited if he doesn't go to Real Madrid. So yesterday, <laughs> um, okay, let me explain no, why. No, Barcelona fan. Let Sarah me, Pry does let not me want explain Mbappe why. Mbappe going to Barcelona. Let me explain why. So, he officially announced that he will be leaving PSG at the end of the season as a free agent. This hasn't happened before. So it kind of seems like this, even it's though this real. is, yeah, it's like the third year in a row that we've heard this, but now it seems like, okay, it's actually going to happen. He spoke to the president of PSG. He said, I'm leaving as like, it's done. Apparently they're also now the president are looking to sign three major players during the off season yeah, as who? they of course will. Right. It's a good conversation actually. Who's who, who are they going to sign? Yeah. If they, oh, I really hope Victor Osman doesn't go there. I really hope. Mm. But um, the reason I don't want him to go to Real Madrid is of course I'm a Barca fan. So there's that. But I think just for football, it would be so unfair. Like in the sense that they're so good already He's going to do well there, of course. They're True. just going to shine. I've heard rumors that oh. Arsenal are now in the mix. Ugh. I know for you, obviously, as a Spurs no, fan. No, no, not even that. I just don't, I think that's ridiculous. I just think that, like, he could go somewhere else and still shine. He's Kylian Mbappe. But I just think with Real, like, they're just such a stacked team. They they don't need him. They Anyone would take him. Of course, they'll use him. But I think he could go somewhere else and just like kind of like level the playing field a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, but players like, don't think that way. His dream has always been well, to play for Real. Apparently, he wants to go to Arsenal because he wants to become the next Thierry Henry. See, I heard that, but who's saying that? Brilliant this is the it? classic footy rumors are the I worst, know. dude. They're honestly, uh, well, I he, think to me, it's Real Madrid and it's nothing else. I think so too. I, I do think so too. I think we're all just fooling ourselves, especially me. Yeah. <laughs> I saw like no, yesterday it's on it's uh, footy Real. socials. Uh, 
or funny Twitter, in fact, yeah. um, Barca are in the mix. And I said, who, who's making this up? Yeah, though, that's you happening. are a liar. No, he, his idol's Cristiano Ronaldo. He's always yeah. wanted to go to Real Madrid. It's it's going to happen. And, oh! Oh! Man down. This is what happens when you talk about Mbappe to Real to a Barca fan. It's no bueno. Sorry. Is it broken? No, it's fine. It kind of just, it was kind of graceful the way it went, to be You're honest. Sorry. Really I really rattled about these Mbappe rumors. Yeah, I eh? am yeah, pissed. Well, anyway, apparently he told the players today <laughs> that it's happening, that he's leaving. Yeah. I, it's definitely going to be Real Madrid, in my opinion. I don't, I mean, yeah. it, could, it could be Liverpool, but Klopp leaving, I don't think that helps that situation. No, With Arsenal, I, I just don't see that. And with Real Madrid, he's a huge admirer of, of Carlo Ancelotti. Mm -hmm. Ancelotti just extended. I think that helps the situation knowing yeah. that Ancelotti is going to be there until 2026. Um, I think he's fine with playing through the middle now. Like under Luis Enrique, he's, I think yeah, over he the past three, four months, there. he's played yeah, through the middle. No and that's the position he's going to play in if he mm -hmm. goes to Real Madrid because you got Vinicius on the left. Him down the middle, and then I don't know how they're going to set up if they play a front three, but Bellingham will be in the mix. Like, it's amazing. It's the new Galacticos, which which I love. But I want to see maybe even better. This is such a crazy shout, but this might even be better well, than so young. the original Galacticos because we have to remember that Real Madrid era. They didn't really win that much, and because they weren't there together all at once for that long of a period, right? Yeah. So if this this looks more like a long-term thing because they're building around oh, for sure. such young players, right? In Vinny, Mbappe, Camavinga, Shuameni, Bellingham. Valverde. Valverde, Alfonso Davies. Like, Nasty. the thing is, like, they are, it's such a younger team that I think this is going to be, this is going to be Barca level 2013, so? 2014 long-term domination kind of thing. Yeah. So Girona, get it together and win La Liga because the next five years won't be happening. So what happens to PSG? Do they just become completely irrelevant now? Are PSG already irrelevant? Uh, no, not with Mbappe. Not with, I mean, yeah, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Um, this could be good They got to, honestly, I think it's good. They got to switch it up there because clearly it's not been working. And... Yeah, who are they going to go for? So the president said they're mm. going for three major players. They want three. Well, apparently. I mean, with the money, they could probably afford it. Yeah. So they definitely are going to need attacking players up front. Maybe someone through the middle. I don't know. But who is likely to go to PSG? For me, what makes the most sense, I think, honestly, it's Rafael Leal from AC Milan. No. He, he has a, a release clause. It's over 100 mil. Whether it's in euros or pounds, whatever, I'm not sure. But I think Leal makes the most sense. He also has a relationship with Luis Campos, who's a sporting director for PSG, mm -hmm. who brought him from Lille to AC Milan. So there's that connection already. Huge pay, pay race for Leal. Plays on the left, has got pace similar to Mbappe. Not Mbappe, I understand that. I think that there's no like-for-like -like replacement for Mbappe. But no, if you want a young sure. attacker with pace who can score goals, it's Leal. And then who's after that? Victor Osimhen. I mean, does Cavaradonna get in there? Is that a player that they should Do look they at? Just, PSG just goes for this. Yeah, I mean, they probably need to chill, honestly, with the attackers. Like, it's ridiculous. Because yeah. it feels like they're always trying to fix their problems with more forwards and more attackers. That's why they need, like, a pivot in They the need to balance that midfield. Yeah. Losing yeah. Verratti was huge. I mean, yeah. listen, Fabian Ruiz is a good player, but... Yeah, he's not comparable. You need some reinforcements there. You yeah. really do. And then even... I'll even go back to, to goalkeeper. I don't think Donnarumma is good enough. 
So there might I think there's upgrades from from striker to, yeah. to the goalkeeper. I know what you're saying, but I don't think that's going to be like top of the list because no, Donnarumma is still considered. Yeah, they'll, know, they'll, they'll go for the marquee signings, coveted. the goal scorers, but they need more than that. But this is interesting. I wonder, like, is this going to would this galvanize PSG now in the Champions League with Mbappe? The I last dance for Mbappe. I also with think PSG. It, I I don't think so personally. I don't think so. I, I mean, I, you saw them play. Sociedad. What do you think? Well, Sociedad in the first half were fantastic and should have scored at least three. I mean, Take just wide of the post there. But the second half, they were like a completely different team. They were horrible. So I don't know if it was... I mean, Mbappe is Mbappe. He's inevitable, right? He gets on the board there easily in the second half. But I also think Sociedad just completely lost it. So I can't tell if is it PSG looking good or Sociedad looking bad. I thought Sociedad looked great. And they, in the first half. Tons of injuries as well. But the second half, they were no. miserable. Yeah. So. I mean, the, the pace of, of Mbappe and PSG hurt them a yeah. lot. It yeah, really they looked did. tired by the end of it. But what I noticed, like, if, you're, if, if you play a high line against PSG and you press, they have so much trouble getting yeah. out of their own half. Yeah. So I, I think that's the blueprint. And listen, if they, if they get past Sociedad and they get a good draw... I mean, there's a chance, but I think it's highly unlikely that PSG make a deep run. But it would be a great story if he can leave there yeah. and win the Champions League. It's going to be such an exciting transfer window this summer because we got managers, yeah. like, players are leaving. Who even knows if Luis Enrique is going to be there at the end of That's the season? That's true. These, they sack managers, like, every year. They should just announce, well, I hope they announce this Mbappe thing soon. Why wait to the summer? There's no need. Yeah. The players know, the fan. everyone knows now. Yeah. This is what's happening. Yeah. Make it happen. Make it happen. All right, on to AFCON for the last time in the pod because Ivory Coast were crowned champions at home. Good game. And I really just have to emphasize the story of this tournament being Sebastian Haller. Yeah. And I think, I mean, Ivory Coast, sorry, their story, we've talked about it throughout the AFCON, has been ridiculous and incredible at the same time. But Sebastian Haller is just such a beautiful story in football and it really like it makes you it makes you feel real yeah, so nice. have a emotional story the guy had testicular cancer i mean you know you got to only imagine how this guy felt when that happened thinking that not only is his football career possibly over but maybe his life not knowing the extent yeah. of, of what's going on but thankfully he's he's okay he survived and he's thrived and he goes to afcon and he's one of the best players in the tournament one of the best players for his team in his home nation and he wins it. And what a beautiful goal, too. Yeah, no kidding. So, I mean, just a great story for, for Haller. It gives everyone hope when you see that. When it was you, very when you much see someone so, go through that. Yeah, like Christian Eriksen a few years back oh when he God. came back to Brentford and yeah. was playing football, especially with something like a heart condition because football is obviously yeah. so cardio-based. But these stories are just incredible. And these athletes are just like... I don't think that would happen if it was me or you. Like, these guys are built different. What you do know you mean? What? Because I think they're 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 athletes, so since they were young, they've been training a certain way. So I think they're just physically able to fight these things. Oh, I see. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. it's it's just it's unbelievable. Um, your poor Nigeria. You were so my poor close. Nigeria. I'm watching. I feel bad. I'm watching Osiman out there, and oh. clearly that he's injured. There's something wrong with him. Yeah. He was trying and trying, just he couldn't get it done. I mean, Ivory Coast was just a better team. Nigeria had chances in that match. They just they couldn't put it away. They, they really couldn't. But I'm happy for Ivory Coast. Happy for a former Spurs man, Serge Aurier. Always liked him. Oh, Serge Even though he's Aurier. prone to like 10 mistakes in a game and a red card. But there you go. Congratulations, man. They're saying that Sebastian Haller is a better striker than Didier Drogba. 
Oh, come on. In the Ivory Coast because he was able, sorry, Holler was able to do it for Ivory Coast where Drogba never was able to. Come on. <laughs> no, I'm, like, I'm just I saying. Saw, no, I saw that too. And I'm like, I get it. It's a great story. I love the no, guy. No, it's a great story. But let's but not. Yeah. Let's not do that. We're talking drug, but we're talking one of the, no, he, who could put him in top five all time. Way. You can have that conversation in yeah. terms of strikers. Did he a drug bar? I know he didn't do with Ivory Coast, but yeah, how it's so difficult to win an international tournament. You can have every, you can have all the best players in the world. Doesn't mean you're going to win. Yeah. We also need to stop like comparing everyone to everyone too. Like yeah, we'll give Holler, give Holler his flowers for what he did. Yeah. And let's just be happy for them. Is he now one of the, you know, the greatest strikers in Ivory Coast history? 100%. Is he better than Drugba? I mean, let's let's have a real conversation. Better than here. Yaya Toure? No. Is he Yaya Toure. <laughs> Colo, oh my. Colo Toure? If there's a guy Sol that doesn't get talked about enough, it's Yaya Toure. God, I'd have dreams about Those Yaya powerful Toure. runs through the midfield, great feet for a big guy, free kick. He can score in every way. He can boss you in the midfield. Yeah. How about Yaya an Ivory Toure. Coast Yaya Toure kid? Yeah, machine. Oh, that's a nice one. Oof. What about a Sado Dumbia? Whoa, Dumbia. Sado yeah, Dumbia, that's a nice kid. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> well, pace for days. Pace for days. Champions League was back. We kind yeah. of talked about it a little. PSG Sociedad. PSG won that match 2-0. But the biggest match maybe was Lazio and Bayern because of the result. Lazio and <laughs> Ciro Immobile cannot stop scoring. I think he just hit his 200th goal a couple of weeks back. Right. But what a guy. And I will eat my words because on the Room 442 show earlier this week, I I wasn't speaking poorly of him, but I think I said, like, is he even playing? Or I, or I referenced, I think he, I, th I thought he picked up an injury. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, yeah. I think you, yeah, you asked if he was playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I the, terrible of me because he was the guy for them. And he still is. And he kind of remains to be. And it's great. But Bayern Munich, zero shots on target. Oh, la, la. Yeah. <laughs> it, but it wasn't for the lack of trying. They had 16 shots. None Where are they the, going? None of them hit the target. Harry Kane had a, a glorious chance. I don't know what happened there. He had, he had a pretty rough game, Harry Kane. Did you see Harry Kane, how deep he was playing? Yeah, that's I remember that at Spurs. What is going on? Yeah, but he was also passing to the other team. Like. Yeah, his passing was off in that game. What I don't like about this whole situation, and I'm not bitter about Harry Kane leaving Tottenham, is that he's getting the, the brunt of the blame. Isn't it always that way, though? Poor and Harry it's, Whatever. Kane, it's social man. media, and I get it. But it, be, Bayern losing that game or not playing well is not all on Harry Kane. Mm, absolutely that that not. team is just not playing well. Thomas no. Tuchel, I don't know if he's lost the, the dressing room or whatever, but the, there's serious issues there. And let's be real. it 1-0 going into the second leg. Lazio have to go to Germany. Bayern are far from out of this thing. Bayern are, like... Heavily they can favored. go. They can. They can heavily go home in the second. They can go home in the second leg and, and blow Lazio away. They yeah. have that ability to do that. So yeah. let's not write them off right away. And don't blame this all on Harry Kane. Ooh. But it is funny though. If, if I mean, if Bayern don't win anything, like zero titles, yeah, and Harry Kane is there. It's yeah. super unfortunate for him. Yeah, but it's not on him. But the, coming out of that, at the end of the season, if Bayern don't win anything, mm. all the conversation will be about Harry Kane. Yep. Yep. Does really, it should be about. Thomas Tuchel. Well, does Thomas Tuchel finish the season with Bayern? I think so. Yeah. Right? Well, they're Actually, not. Oh, that's a great question. Because, okay, they're five points behind Leverkusen in the Bundesliga. Mm -hmm. They're still in the Champions League, just. I mean, you can't get rid of them yet. If they get bounced out of the Champions League. I think they'll go to the next round, but then who are they taking in the next round? Yeah, you, know you don't I mean? know. Then it gets I don't, yeah, I think he, he won't last 
I think he'll be done at the yeah, end of the season. Yeah, I think at the end of the season, I it's think inevitable done, yeah. with the way they're playing. But uh, What did he talk about? He talked about another job a couple weeks ago. He admired something. What oh. Job, what job was it? It was in oh, Barcelona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah this yeah, is yeah, when Xavi yeah. announced That's his, right. So yeah. if he's already thinking and talking like that. That's so funny. The writing is on the wall, as they say. The writing is on the wall. Uh, Man City... Standard win. Oh, Kevin De Bruyne. What a yeah. player. What a guy. Oh, my God. Love he's him. so good, dude. I love him. I actually, uh, I had that. Correct score. Exactly 3-1. Well done. You've done well. i done well. Yeah. Uh, Copenhagen, listen, just, I don't even know what to say about this anymore. Like, well, City are just. Should we just say that Copenhagen didn't play a competitive fixture since December? Mm. I think it was six or eight weeks. Right. And you're going up against Man City, you have no chance. I thought they did well enough yeah, considering course. the circumstances. But if you watch that game, you can make a case that any team in the Premier League can, can beat Copenhagen, yeah. let alone Manchester City. And that's no disrespect to Copenhagen. It's just it's unfortunate how the scheduling works, and I'm not sure how the scheduling works in, in their league, but being off that long mm. and having to play Man City in the Champions League, you really have no chance. With Kevin De Bruyne in this form, like, oh. we talk about signings of the season, and I know he's not a signing, but City getting him back in January might as well be, right? What a boost that is. And what I noticed from him is that, obviously, he saw his playmaking ability. He can play any pass. He can score with either foot. It's like his, his movement off the ball and his runs, he's almost so like smart. a striker. I haven't seen the side of him he's yet. He's so smart. Like, the football IQ is so yeah, I think he's high. actually he's getting better. No, that's true. And there's something about the hair, too. I think he's got some more power. Yeah. You like the hair? Yeah, just because, I don't know, like he was gone for so long, so he came back like kind of a new guy, right. but he's like still the same guy, but better, like, no. Nah. He's got more swagger. Yeah, yeah. Right? It looks like it's, what with the swagger comes the confidence, and yeah. that's almost like translated into the way he's playing. Like, Love remember that, that first game he came back, subbed in, scored in what, three minutes yeah, on bing, the pitch? Bing, yeah. Get out of town. Should we give some love, sorry to cut you off, but. Phil Foden? Yes. Yes. Right? I'm, yes. Yes. Philly June. He held yep. it down while De Bruyne was gone. He's been holding yeah. it down, eh? Yeah. He's been starting these, like, what? Great player. Last six games or something yeah. for City? Yeah, no. Phil is, uh, yeah, wonder kid from Manchester City. And coming through the ranks, too. That's always nice. Yeah, ball boy. Yeah. Uh, Real Madrid beat Leipzig, who Leipzig looked like garbage, I'll be honest. Like, <laughs> Yeah. But they had, no, but they had chances. That goal should have counted. Can right? you imagine if that goal, what was it, like a minute in? And I, I was on the couch like, it's happening. <laughs> I, I thought they were, I didn't think they were that bad. I really didn't. I thought that was their opportunity. You know, Jude Bellingham in a weaker Real Madrid side, I thought that was their opportunity they missed out. Well, it'll probably happen in two weeks' time as well at the Bernabeu because they are, Bellingham still might be out. Yeah. Raheem Diaz, messy goal, by the way. That's that beautiful. cut in, but goes off injured as well. So he's gone. Bellingham's gone. We know the situation in the back with Rudiger. Is he going to be back? Alaba. They got Shuameni back there. I mean, uh, um, oh, my God. Who are you thinking of? The coach. Ancelotti? Ancelotti. I almost <laughs> said Antonio Conte. I just lost Oh, well, Conte just did a big interview. What's going on with Conte? No, he, they had him at his house. I think it was in the Telegraph, maybe, or the Daily Mail. Mm. They did a big interview just talking about what he's been doing and uh, what's he been how doing? he can't celebrate uh, finishing fourth in the Premier League. Fuck oh, off. Oh, wow. Okay. Anyway. Well, Sour Spurs fan. But no, no, not. Yeah, well, yes. Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. Um, anyways, no. Um, Ancelotti's been making it work for Real Madrid, obviously. I but it's just guy. another. It, yeah, he's so. He's, the eyebrow? F- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to clip it. Yeah, and the chewing of the gum. And he's so composed. But uh, 
Yeah, Real's going to go through, right? Who's going to beat City? Seriously. Real Madrid. I don't think so. I think so. I think City. I think uh, in a one game, in one game, especially in this tournament, I think Real Madrid is the only team that can beat Manchester City. I was speaking to... Is that the final you want to see? Yes, that's exactly what I was going to say. I mean, if Barca can somehow freaking make it, of course I want to see Barcelona in the final. Of course. But I'm also a realistic football fan here. I don't think that's going to happen. But I think Manchester City and Real Madrid are the two best teams in football right now. And it would just be so fun for the fans. Like, Pep hates Madrid. The history is there. They're going for the treble. Real are going for, like, their 14th Champions League. <laughs> like, it's just, it would be, like, it would be the two best teams, which is what we don't always see. And I'm sorry, the last few finals have been not good. The last final was great. The last final, like, sorry, but we were, we spoke about how Inter and Milan, how did they even get there? They're just playing this defensive kind of football counter. I hate it. It's so boring. <laughs> um... And then the year before, Real mopped the floor with Liverpool. Mm. Good for Real fans, but as a neutral, you're like, this is boring. So I, I would, I feel like that would just be such a high intensity game because both teams go for it. Yeah, and then you have Real, probably their final season without Mbappe in the final against Pep. Yeah, it's probably the marquee matchup that everyone wants to see. Has to be. But. Knowing the Champions League, they'll get picked um, next round in the quarterfinals. What? Real Manchester City. Oh, I hope not. I yeah. hope not. Manchester really City get Barca, not. and then I'll... Uh... That I'd be fine with. That could be... What a beating that could be, Sarah Pariah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Listen, Barca have to get through Napoli first next week, and I, I don't know how I'm even feeling one game at a time. Yeah, really. To me, honestly, it's a 50-50 tie. I think so, too. I'd probably even go 60-40 you know for about Barca. this game? Is that this game is being like overlooked because both teams are playing so bad and they are, but we're talking about the champions of Italy playing the champions of Spain. Mm -hmm. yeah. We forget. We forget. Yeah. Next week we got that. We got Inter and we got Atletico. What's your prediction for that really quick? Where is it? Is that at the Wanda? No, it's at the San Siro. Oh, one, one. Yeah, I think so too. I think that's a draw. I that's my team, by the way. That's my champions league team this year. Atleti. Letty? Yes. I hope so. I hope they make a good I want run. them to win. I want Griezmann to win the Champions League. I want France to make a deep run in the Euros, and I want him to win the Ballon d'Or. <gasps> I'm so here for that. Yeah. I will I will tell you on that. That yeah. sounds great. Can you imagine if Griezmann... <laughs> oh, I would love that. Man, he's such an underrated player. He's so good. I love Griezmann, like, but can you imagine just, what Mbappe would do? It's like finally Messi yeah. and Ronaldo were gone. He, he is the glue to Atleti. He is everything. He makes everything work for France. Yeah. And I don't he think also, people talk about him enough. No, no, no. I completely agree. So underrated. Just And a really good goal scorer. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. No, he's so versatile, yeah. too, which we don't see. Like, he can play striker. He can play winger. He can play in the mid. Like, incredible. And also... I think this counts. Like, I mean, it adds to it, but he seems like a really good guy. Seems that <laughs> Do you way. Know, like, he seems like he's not super showy. He's having well, fun with this. Is it? I don't know. He the decision? This dude, what's he, the decision? When he did the LeBron thing about where he was going to go, was going to Barcelona. Oh, you're talking about with that Aleti? thing? No, remember he did the interview? He made, He did like a little documentary. How do I not know about this? Come on, sir. You don't remember that? God, don't. Yeah, it was like what LeBron did when he made his decision. Like, I'm taking my talents to South Beach. Oh. I think it was the similar things to what 
Griezmann did. Shoot, I've not seen it. So yeah, maybe yeah, that's he's why got I that. But he's got any yeah the Fortnite shit. Yeah, but that, I keep kicking. I'll give him a pass. I'll give him a pass because but I love those watching are like, football. That doesn't, like, those are so silly that I feel like it's not like. Yeah, but who else? No one does that. I mean, Mbappe does this like long, drawn out situation, but he yeah. hasn't had like a sit down interview to tell people where he's going. Yeah. That's annoying. Oh my God. Yet. But he could totally do that. Oh, he's. Yeah, there you go. Oh, that's. Mbappe's doing it. It's going to be this whole thing, a little documentary. Him and Julian Laurent. Yeah. Gonna sit down he's going to walk into his room and then walk out with the Real Madrid shirt on. Or he'll do the, the uh, he'll remake the picture of him as a kid with on his Ronaldo. bed, with, but it'll be him. Oh my gosh! Mark, clip this. Remember no, this. Yeah, this is definitely that's happen. definitely happening. Oh my god! Okay, well, can't wait. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> oh, we got Manchester City and Chelsea this weekend. Yes, we do. Cold Slaughter Palmer. slaughtering. I don't know. Last time they played it was four four, so I don't know if it's a slaughtering. But no Thiago Silva, which is Huge, massive. No yeah. Reese James. I don't think Ben Chilwell's playing, which is massive. Uh, it could be, it could be a beating. I mean, Everton. I felt the last match that City played against Everton. Everton kind of showed the rest of the league somewhat of a blueprint how you play mm-hmm. Man City, compact, tight defensively. Even though Everton were nearly perfect defensively, they still lost two 0 Yeah. And Chelsea are so far from that. There's no cohesion that side, especially like when it comes to structure. So it could get crazy if they open up, which I think they probably have to against Man City. It, it can be a runaway, like a four-one or something like that. I think it's going to be yeah. Nice. Chelsea, I think Chelsea will score. Cole Palmer seems to have a chip on his shoulder when he when he plays Manchester City, and every time he does interviews, he seems to talk about it. So that's it's bothered him. So I think Cole Palmer gets on the score sheet, but it could be it could be a big time beating if if Chelsea don't stay structured and disciplined against Manchester City, which they haven't been all season. Well, Cole Palmer, that works out for me in my Peraria pick of yes. the week because I'm taking both Cole Palmer and Erling Holland to each have over one and a half shots on target. That's plus 700. Right. I think Cole Palmer is Chelsea's best player by a mile this season. And as you said, chip on the shoulder, wants to get at City. I love that narrative. Erling Holland didn't score in the Champions League game, so, well... He's going to score this game because that's Erling Holland. So I, I I love this. I think it's great value. A little sprinkle. A little sprinkly sprink. Yeah. I'm going to call this right now. Ready? Cole Palmer is going to score a penalty. Erling Holland's going to have a hat trick. With wow. no Thiago Silva there, he is going to destroy that back line. No it's Philly? Gonna be, it's going to be the De Bruyne and Holland show against Chelsea. No Phil? I love Phil. Sure. Phil. We'll throw, <laughs> he'll score the fourth. Phil, Consolation. 4-1. Yeah. There yeah. you go. Wow. Yeah, I expect. Uh, Holland's going to do some things. No, I'm telling you, as Thiago Silva is old, I understand. But he is the best defender on that team. He might be even one of the best players on the team. Without him there, that back line is a disaster. Who's going to – the Saucy and who? I don't who? know. Who? Like, come on, let's be real here. Le- Levi Colwell, he's really good, but come on, he's no Thiago Silva. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think it's going to be bad for Chelsea. Yeah. This. The game of the weekend, by the way, I told you this off the air, oh, yeah. is Luton at the Kenny against Manchester United. I hope so. That's a great game. I really That is a great game. You think Luton can? What are they? Yes, they can. Game? Yes, they can. Yeah, yes, I, I believe so. in Rob Edwards. You think Manchester United are going to get a little too uh, confident right now with they have how many wins? They United have an incredible in row, record. In have an incredible record away against teams in the bottom half. Mm. They really do. So I'll give Ten Hag and United props for that. But Luton will be properly up for that. They've played, I think, every team, top team, extremely well. They should have beat Liverpool at the Kenny. Um, I just think they can they can cause them issues. United mm-hmm. are far from like a top tier team. Luton plus two ninety at Sports Interaction. Is that all? 
Yeah. So they're showing some respect. I thought it'd be bigger. I mean, yeah. Chelsea are bigger dogs than Luton. That tells you a lot. Oh, geez. Yeah. That tells you a lot. Is that but yeah, more? I think Luton could surprise. I don't know if they win, but I can see a draw. I hope so. I would, they're going to play I'd tough. They're going to play hard, structured win. football. Let's go, Luton. Yeah, I'd love to see them win. Um, in Spain, we have Valencia taking on Ooh, Sevilla. Spania. Yeah, this game used to be a good game. And now I'm kind of worried it's what not it going to be. Uh, it's, it's a game that I'll still watch. But it's a game that I don't think will present great football. But when I think about this game, I think about back in the day and all the players that have played for this, these teams and just like they were kind of like that second tier under the big three. You know, you have Valencia, Sevilla, Betis, Bilbao, Sociedad, like dogs. And now Sevilla are like fighting to stay in the league yeah. again. And Valencia are just kind of coasting in the second part, of the, in the second half of the table. But. I'm just a bit sad. I just wanted to share that with you. I'm just a bit sad with what's been happening. It's, these like two it's teams. one of those nostalgic fixtures. It is because Jesus Navas and Sergio Ramos are still playing. I know. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. It feels like it's 10 years ago all over again. It's crazy. These two guys are still, they're starting. They're starting. <laughs> they're yeah. starters for Sevilla. Yeah. It's nuts. Jesus Navas has been good forever. Jesus Navas right? is the best player that has ever played for Sevilla. I think. Wow. He's like the guy. Yeah. And I'm not saying that in the in likes of like, Okay, yeah, Maradona played for Sevilla. But, like, Jesus Navas, when you think of Sevilla, like, I think that's who you think of. That is him. He is Sevilla. They are one. <laughs> they are one. Sevilla yeah. and Navas. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I'm a big fan of Navas as well. Okay. We got your Spurs taking on uh, Wolves, Ellie's oh, favorite team, yeah. producer Ellie. Wolves. That's um, a tough picture. Spurs staying in top four, or are we uh, dropping points this weekend? I think they might drop points. For whatever reason, Wolves seem to be a bogey side for Spurs. I think Wolves won the last two matches against mm. them. And no Destiny Udagi, no Pedro Poro. Pedro so Poro. missing the, the fullbacks who are so important to that team because they, they almost invert and play in a midfield position. They get they score goals as well. There's a lot to those yeah. two players and what they do for Spurs, and they'll be missing them. So I don't know who's going to play in those positions. I mean, you have Ben Davies and Emerson Royale, but those are more like stay-at-home guys. It yeah. might see Van de Van, actually, I think. Not on the Left back. And then who's your right back? Maybe Dragusin. I'm not sure how that's going to go, but... Um, Wolves look good, super attacking side. Pedro Neto is on fire. I mean, if you want to make any bet this weekend, that guy to score or assist is definitely going to happen. Uh, Chan is back. I think they're going to cause they're going to cause uh, Spurs a lot of trouble. I feel that this is a two-two-three-two type game. I really Ooh, believe that. Yeah. Goals in this game. I think so. Yeah, it's going to be like wide that. open. Missing those fullbacks is huge, massive for Spurs. Well, Spurs are the heavy favorites at minus one seventy-five. Yeah, they're at home. Wolves are plus 400. Yeah. Good I think value. it's worth the sprinkle. Maybe Wolves double chance if you want something like that. Good value. Pretty sad about Mateos Cunha. I think he's done for the season for Wolves. So that's a big loss. So bad, eh? But, but they, man, they can do damage. Let me try and find this Pedro Nech. Like he's involved in everything. Uh, anytime, Pedro Neto. Yeah, what's that? Plus 400. Yeah, that's worth a shout. Wow. That's okay. worth a little sprinkle. Watch out for Damn Mario it. Lamina from Wolves. Guy's incredible in the midfield sometimes. He's one of those who can score like a 30-yard screamer, which I expect to happen against Spurs. Yeah. yeah. The games this weekend in, in the Prem are uh, they're spicy. I, I can't tell which way they're going to go. Like Aston Villa, Fulham. Villa need a win, but Fulham have been good. Brighton's playing uh, Sheffield. Sheffield United, the Blades. Up I'm, the Blades. I don't know, man. Like, why? I can't. I can't figure it out. I don't like this at all. 
It's a, yeah, it's a tough week. If you're making picks across the board, yeah, good luck. Yeah, good But luck. definitely goals. For whatever reason, over the past yeah. couple months, like, we're talking about weekends that finish in, you know, the 40s in yeah, terms yeah, of total goals. Yeah, it's been goals. insane. It's, it's been great, though. Yeah. yeah, good football. All right, guys, let's play a little game Oy. to end the show. So last week, we talked about the blue card being introduced in football. <laughs> So we have our own blue card here. So what we decided to do, I gave Albert two cards, an orange and a purple card. I myself have a green and a black card. And we're coming up with new <laughs> football rules since everyone's doing it. And who knows? It honestly could it could happen one whoa, day. Oh, I see three there. You got an extra bonus card? Oh, once the blue to show that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. The blue. Relax. The sin bin card. The sin bin Which means card. sit on a, a white lawn chair yeah literally <laughs> so we'll start with you okay which one let's go with your orange all right the orange card which i think might actually exist that's so scary but this is this is the mikhail arteta card this is the arteta card and it's not because of the touchline celebrations which <laughs> yes I it is no He's no it's not no no because it. listen Mourinho's done it Klopp's every manager's done it i'm completely fine with it. you want to run and, and slap players or fans hands i'm all for it that's fine but it's when Arteta gets involved in the game. The guy still thinks he's a player. I know he really wants to play the game. How many times on the touchline, you can roll the clips on the social clip. He's done it with Angels Townsend where he kicked the ball away. Kevin De Bruyne, he kicked the ball away. Hoy Bieri kicked the ball away. And when they step up to him, he backs up. So since you want to play so much, if you do that, not just Arteta, but any manager, you get the orange card, the Arteta card. What that means is you want to get involved, you have to substitute a player and you play. And that's not putting on Whoa! shorts or boots. That's you and your little Geppettos, Italian shoes. <laughs> you throw the jersey on, the kid on, and you have to play for the rest of the game. You want to play? You want to be involved? Toma! Orange, oh the Arteta card. Oh, my God. That's, that, that's a real card, by the way. That's so good. Yes. That's so good. I you know want what? I, this. This is chaos. I got, like, Arteta vibes right now with this, like, getup yeah, I got yeah, going you here. Do. You do. You just need to have that, like, really... Thick. Oh my god, the hairline is like here. It's so crazy. He's never yeah. gonna lose his hair. What were we gonna say? Um how often does he get involved in the game? Yeah. Like when guys want to throw the ball in, he's right there. Get out of the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you I you are a Spurs fan. I just like I feel the passion a little bit coming through that. <laughs> yeah, it is. But there's a bit of that. But, but it's not just him. It's not yeah, just him. But I do like the idea of that card in general. Yeah. Pep's done it too. Yeah. He did it when I think he was at Barca. You remember when Ronaldo pushed them? Yeah. 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 Same thing. So managers do get involved sometimes, and that just drives me nuts. Get out of the way. You're the manager. You set the team out. Don't get involved. Unless you really want to get involved, like face-to-face -face with another player, you're going to step up for your actions? Yeah. Okay. But if you're not going to do that, take the card and go and play. I love it. I love it. Okay. Let's Here we this. have <laughs> the Verde. green card. Carte Verde. Yeah, Carte Verde. And this is because we know how sensitive these refs are getting. <laughs> this is going to be for players that make faces at the ref. <laughs> so when the refs get pissed off and a little, mm, and a little roll the eyes and all of that, the refs are now going to give you a green card. It'll kind of be like a sin bin idea. Okay. A little 10 minute, whatever, 50, however long it may be. But I just thought I'm really taking the piss here. But I just thought it's so funny because refs are literally moaning about everything now that they're probably going to start carding players for making faces at them. I mean, it doesn't really matter what you do now. Yeah. That's if you, what if I you mean. look at a ref and you wave your hand or what you, 
There's a chance you're getting booked. Yeah. So stick the tongue out. Uh, that's, what you, that's what you. Mm, card that's, the day. Yeah. Green card. You're done. You're out. Oh, God. This is grim. <laughs> purple card. Oh, purple. Okay. So this one is like a bit more realistic and potentially going to happen. This is the dive and die card. I hate diving in football. Drives me crazy. But I will say that there's there's two types of dives because strikers and forwards mm -hmm. are trained that when you're in the box and you feel contact to go down. Mm -hmm. That I understand. But when it's truly embellished, like we had with Jeremy Doku a couple weeks ago where no one touched him and he, what a belly flop he did. Yeah. And he got a card for it. So this is it. To get rid of this out of the game. If you dive and it's intentional, clearly intentional, no one touched you, you get this card. And what happens, instead of a yellow card or a red card, you take this card and your manager has to substitute you. You leave the game. If your team is out of substitutions, your team plays with one less player. You want to get diving out of the game? That's how you do it. You want to dive? Here's the card. Get off the pitch. Bring on another player. Wow. And if you have no more substitutions, you're playing a man down, and that's on you. You want to try and con the referee? You want to get this out of the game? Dive and die. Wow, these are really good. I was, I, was, I was really joking around with mine. I know. When you told me the concept, I'm like, I love this. The concept is great. Shout out to our editor, Bianca, in Brazil. She came up with this, and I think it's brilliant. Um, but, you know, yours are really good. Mine are kind of lame and just like. So how do you fun. feel about diving? I, okay, I understand. Like, we've been watching football since we were little kids. So we understand yeah. the game. We, we played the game. Like, diving, unfortunately, is a part of the game. Yeah, but there's a difference, I think, too like actually a foul on you and you go for a bit of a, a little dive, yeah. but there is a foul on you and you're just kind of dramatizing it slightly. Oh. Just no, but just to get the ball, like it's all kind of what I don't like. is like the actual dive when there's, there's no contact, you're just going for a swim and you're, you're being an asshole. Like that to me is what bothers me because when you're getting fouled, yeah, you're going to take a bit of a fall and that's considered a dive, but like, Something yeah. actually happened to you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like no, if you're a, in the box and you're a striker and you feel some contact. Yeah. Like back of the little clipping of the heels. People don't want to believe it, but they're taught to go down in those positions. No, they're all taught to go down. Yeah. And I think it's also with certain, not to sound crazy, but certain ethnicities or countries, you notice it more, I feel like. Italy? Portugal? Crazy. Oh, wow. Oh, no, not Spain? Uh, I think there's like two players that you could like. I know the Sergio Busquets is going to be said, but it's I don't across think. across the board. I mean, it's I across think the board. Italians are. I'm not going to. There's a video of, of them training, of them flopping on the ground. I don't know if that was a joke, but do you remember that from a while back? I think it was for like a year or a World Cup, and they were literally flopping on the on the floor. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, not taking a shot at town. Portuguese do it all the time. I get it. Like it's fine. Yeah. But it's across the board. Jeremy Doku's Belgian. Yeah. So this yeah. just the way it is. They're trying to con the referees. And that's something I think they really need to get out of the game as much as possible. And, and the consequences need to be stiff. Yeah. And get the hell out of dive and die, baby. Yeah. So these are our rules. These are funny, but they also seem like they could happen. Yeah. I want to see the reaction of these cards online. I'm sure. All right. We'll, we'll clip see. them up. We'll clip, clip it. Clip it. All right. Good times. Good times. Good show. Yes. Great show. Big weekend ahead. And uh, we'll be back next week earlier than... Uh, earlier than usual Jeez. Champions League again mm. alright thanks for watching thanks for listening this was Homestand FC